0: Hi, guys. Welcome to uh, celebratory episode 21 of No Balls Cricket. Um, Celebratory. As you can see, the cap is out. As you can see, the cap is out. I have my India shirt somewhere, but I have just moved houses, so I'm not going to look for clothes in the midst of this mess. No, it's okay. Nobody needs to be reminded of the 92 World Cup. Anyways, the one day Jersey already looks like that. It's fine. Um, We were shit in that as well, so it's okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Last on our show today, um, the debut of Javo. We will get to that later. Um, the uh, <laughs> so I couldn't resist, man. I couldn't resist. <laughs> For anyone who knows context, that Javo is not actually on the show yet. Yeah, but well, he made his international debut. That's what I'm more worried about. Right? Whether he's on the show or not is irrelevant. Yeah. Um, second of all. Um, we discussed the two test matches that went on this week. In India and England in a five-day classic and West Indies and Pakistan in a four-day classic. Yeah. Insane. Insane stuff. Insane. Uh, brilliant stuff. What a great week for test cricket. If anyone thought the format is dead, think again. God damn, this week was crazy. Um, so with that, we will just swing... We will not do a roundup because there's only two games. So we'll swing straight into the West Indies-Pakistan game. Yeah. So that game was... Uh was mental of basically the uh, Pakistan started batting Pakistan's batting collapsed pretty much they, they just about eked out to 217 in the uh, in the first innings but then the West Indies batting showed up or you know, as as much as it can um, took a took a small lead of around 40 runs uh, and then the second inning scrapshoot happened um, and West Indies took it to the made it a very dramatic victory on the on the fourth day after while chasing a target of 168, they got there with one wicket to spare with um, newly minted non tailender Kimar Roach. His uh, comment was brilliant, though. After he wins yeah, the game, he's, the game, game. Game. he's like, That comment it- awesome. brilliant. If anyone hasn't seen this, he's basically said, uh, It was new for me to be batting with the tail. I am the tail. <laughs> Just, Kimar Roach, you are gold. But uh, yeah, the West Indies batting. Craig Bathwick showed up in the first innings got 97. Barbara Azam showed up in the second innings for Pakistan. Basically forged a lone hand until Kyle Myers got, of all the random bowlers in the world, Kyle Myers got one to spit at him. And, you know, um, some ridiculous delivery got the top of the handle of the bat and He got caught at slip. Um, in that innings, um, has got a Pfeiffer in that innings. Jaden Seals has got a Pfeiffer. First, I think he's the youngest West Indian fast bowler to pick up a fifer Something like that. Yeah. He's their first teenager or something well that's what for, I, I think Yeah, year, i think for, that's yeah um so that's what we've been told and also of course it's a west indies game where they win in epic fashion guess who's commentating guess who has an epic line of course ian bishop they win by one wicket just one <laughs> so much emotion so much raw emotion what a day We're for the west indies just the replay of 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 the final ball uh with ian bishop's commentary on um what do and you want it. me to... Uh, we'll get copyright infringement. Defended. No, no, no. I mean, I'm saying go, anyone who is watching or listening to us right now, go take a break from listening to us and go watch it. Yeah, and just just go, go watch it. it on go YouTube. watch it while recording. While, we're, you know, we, you we, you can come back to us after the game. Um, but watch it. It was, it was epic stuff. Um, uh, and it briefly um, popped the West Indies into top spot in the World Test Championship uh, ladder because both India and England managed to lose points in the first Test for slow over rates. Yeah, two, and then they lost points. <laughs> yeah, lost two points each for slow over rates. Um, so the West Indies briefly popped up onto the top of the uh, Test match ladder, um, but that only lasted a day because of what happened in the India and England Test match which we will get into in greater detail. But basically, um, we will do a separate ep- episode for the West Indies-Pakistan series. We will get into that test match in detail. We will have Ian on, so we have a West, West Indian voice. You know if um, we'll let Ian talk, or if we'll just tell him to sing rally around the West Indies repeatedly? But yeah, he'll be here. That's pretty much what's gonna happen anyway, every time he's on the pod. So there's no point in even sugarcoating this anymore. By he'll sing uh, yeah. and... One line about the match. He'll start talking about oh, this bowler, blah, this happened, this batsman happened, blah blah blah. And then he'll end the line with rally, rally around the West Indies in khatam. I mean, that anyways is our basic end credit, you know. <laughs> True. So yeah, um, we're unabashedly West Indian fans. Um, but before we are West Indian fans, we are Indian fans. Yes. Um, of course. So... Without further ado, let us get into what happened in the second test between India and England. And let us just remind everyone that Javo made his test debut, number one. Number two, uh, <laughs> number two. that, um, you know, just uh, it. this is going to be like, much like our first episode, this is our 21st episode of Nobles Cricket Unfiltered. Um, it is going to be a celebration. Much like we did then after the GABA, we are going to do after Lords. Yeah. Uh, carry on, we'd be extremely biased. There's no way we are, we are not hiding this at all. I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to uh hide it for some reason. I don't know why we don't have drinks on this episode, why we had it on the last episode, but anyway, um, <laughs> our alcoholism knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah, so um, without further ado, Mr. Devrat will take us into what actually happened in the cricket match. Yeah, so quick summary, in uh, Joe Root put us uh, put India into bat, which I think a lot of people were questioning almost instantly uh india got this great opening partnership between rohit sharma and uh kl rahul i think the first century partnership away from home since 2010 i think for the year, for the first wicket by by india something i something super like that alert, yeah yeah uh clearly goes to show how shit our opening openers have been outside of uh, outside of asia in the recent past um this one wait hang on hang on before you go on this includes the whole Dhawan, Rahul, and uh, Dhawan versus Rahul. Uh, sorry, Dhawan versus Vijay debate, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't, does, does, uh, I can't even remember his name anymore. Swayam. Yeah, does Swayam even, uh, like, listen to us regularly? I, don't think, so. I think since Gudu left, they've all left. Ah, okay. Huh. Anyway, the anyway. Dhawan debate wasn't settled. To yeah. be fair, so I was Vijay <laughs> debate? Neither <laughs> of them This is true in case anyone wants to go back to the Dhawan versus uh, Vijay debate. Um, you can go back to our previous episodes. I think they're the first three or something oh, that we ever recorded. We're talking uh, episodes like one to four types from when we weren't even doing video. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, point being, our uh, openers it well. Kerala got a great century, uh, but we collapsed from 267 for two, I think it was, to uh, 276 for three but I'm, I'm not even counting ah, sorry, you're going, uh, okay Take it. got it yeah um, yeah to, to 364 honestly we, at that point 450, 500 was on and we could have avoided all the drama of the of the last day but there you go we currently don't have a middle order we have tail-enders batting at 3, 4 and 5 Um. well that was that was on day 1 also on was, day 2 that was on day 2 rather it showed two. up later in the game yeah day 1 and day 2 yes yeah England have a one-man batting lineup, except for that one man. We let we let him score 180 runs this time around instead of just a smaller-ish century. So, and that that with some timely contributions with from Johnny Besto and others uh, got them to a what was it 27 odd run lead? I think it was 391. Yeah, yeah. 27 odd, 27 run lead. Um, Although there were some notable things that happened in that first innings as well. Um, Chief amongst all of that was Jasprit Bumrah having a go at James Anderson. Yes. Uh, on the third evening easy. before he got him out, we will get to that in a minute because that is crucial to what happened on the fifth day. Yes, so there was a there was a long and eventful over that probably turned the match. Up. Huh. So some notable things that happened in uh, there was a few notable things that happened in that England first innings. Obviously, Joe Root's um, hundred and eighty, Johnny Bairstow getting fifty seven, and then getting bounced out by Siraj from around the wicket, um, which was unique because I've never seen Indian bowlers do that to anyone. Um, and it actually worked. Well, I've seen it happen, but it's never actually worked. It worked this time. We've done it. We've done it. We've got never it. never worked. We've got that famous Sh- Sh- Shishan to Jack Callis ball. That was from over the wicket. I've never seen someone go around the wicket yeah. with a leg trap and then try around. and bounce him out, you know? Um, and, and it worked. So no, best of op- at Lords in 2014, that didn't involve any around-the-wicket bowling? No, that was all over the wicket. Base bro, one minute. First of all, Ishan Sharma was bowling long hops and they kept hitting it to hitting it to the man in front of square on the leg side. You go watch that game again. Um, anyway, that's a different story. He picked up 7 for 74 in that game. Hilarious. Um, uh, if you want to see inept England batting, look no further than that game. But there was also some in this game. Um, so after they got 391, the last, the denouement of that inning was basically Jasper Bumrah's 10 ball over to James Anderson. Where he basically had a go, hit him on the head a couple of, well, hit him on the head twice, I think. No? Once he definitely hit him. I think he hit him on the head once and hit him on the chest or shoulder-ish once more. Also. He hit him yeah. all over the place. Didn't get him out. Bowled a 10-ball over. There were no balls, slower balls, yorkers, ev- all kinds of shit that went on in that over. Then Shami got him with the last ball of the day, which meant that India were batting on day four. Right. Yeah. India were batting on day four. For once, the openers didn't uh, have a good partnership, which I was actually kind of secretly happy about because I wanted the the middle order to finally show up and to extend the date Kohli got out for 20 but it was at least his most fluent looking innings of the three he's played so far on, on tour yeah but then he has to go and poke at one from the fucking mosquito yeah no that's true uh, but at least he finally started looking like Virat Kohli a bit uh, and then to that end Chiteshwar Pujara started looking like Chiteshwar Pujara again and by which I mean he just 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 was there throughout he was just there. So there were two very loud cheers, cheers from the crowd. One, when he got off the mark, which was after, I think, about 40 balls. Yeah. Okay. Was number, number two. When he hit a... Uh, he what hit a the, hundred. Yeah, well, what the English would call a dentury, which is basically Pujara made, reached his 100th ball, he got a cheer. Made 12 yeah. at that point. <laughs> Ended yes. up with 45. Um, Rahane showed up as well with 61. And I think in, in hindsight, you look at that partnership now and you think, you know, it basically led us to a position of—I wouldn't yeah. say safety, but a position where we could challenge to win the game. Yeah, yeah it was crucial. Um, you want them to be scoring bigger runs. You do, even though Pujara is Pujara. You kind of do want him to score a little quicker than 45 of 200 and whatever balls it was. But it helped for sure that innings. That, that innings, at least, at the very least, it staved off defeat. Um, and then, of course, the 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 uh, on the start of day five is when the real magic happened. Uh, Rishabh Pant got out early and then somehow it, at that point England forgot how to bowl. Uh, no, 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 no. So, 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 no, no. Hang on, hang on. You have to put this into context for the viewers. here. Basically, what happened was, right? And this is No Balls Cricket context so it'll be a bit skewed, obviously. Um, <laughs> Dude, hence we call ourselves No Balls Cricket. Um, Because if we made sense, we wouldn't make sense. Um, what a um, line. What a line. Well, yeah. Come on, we have a few epic ones. Um, right, so basically what happens is Pant gets out. Ishan Sharma comes in, blocks a bit, and then, um, actually, Robinson got him with a real good ball. He bowled a, a knuckleball to him and got him lbw, Pinned him. Right? That's when the fun started. So, Shami had come out. Butler had been chirping about how there's only two wickets to go till Shami, right? Bumrah comes out, and then, everybody in the England team decides that they want to kill him instead of get him out. Right? They all chirped. Everybody chirped. Tweet, tweet. Chirp, chirp. All of that. Everyone had a go at him. then all to get revenge, revenge for, that, for, that, for that one over again, that one over against James Anderson. Anderson. And Anderson. I mean, okay, hang on. I can understand if it's a younger cricketer, maybe a Sam Curran or a fucking Hasib Hamid or someone like that. you know. Um, but James Anderson has been playing international cricket now for 18 years. You should know better than to take on a team that, basically, now we know thrives in adverse circumstances. Yeah. I mean, just look at what they did at the Gabba. Exactly. But of course, England do not heed this advice. I James, Anderson, I like. I get the oh, he's our only really genuinely good bowler that we have, so let's protect him in that sense, and you, we don't want him to get injured. But in terms of like, the, oh, so we need a rally around this one guy because he's being attacked. Like James Anderson can take care of himself, man. Like he's not. Yeah, James Anderson does not need the whole team to stand up for him. Yeah, anyway, exactly. what ended up happening was then they give the ball to Mark Wood. Now, Mark Wood has injured his right shoulder b- while diving the previous evening. right? Yeah. Wood has he a was, proper proper go at Bumrah. Off the field at the start of the day. Yeah, yeah, he was off the field at the start of the day. And he was and his shoulder was probably too injured to bowl the way he was bowling. Anyway, so Wood has a proper go at Bumrah, right? Couple balls fly over the corner. Then suddenly he falls over and he's clutching his shoulder. Now we know he can't bowl anymore. So that's but one he, thing. He still keeps bowling. He still keeps bowling. Anyway, what ends up happening is suddenly they decide that now we're not going to give you any more free, uh, like that they're going to remove all the catchers and no more freebies. So spread the field, right? And it was this in this beautiful hour, hour and a half's play between I think 11.30 when um, Panth got out and about lunchtime where this partnership basically took hold. And yeah. suddenly you realize that these guys have just lost their marbles. They've stopped trying to bowl. They're just trying to kill the batsman. Yeah. And Shami is playing cover drives. Bumrah is playing uh, straight drives. He's hit the stumps twice on the, at the stri- if, non-striker's but, end. And basically, every time you're going for the short ball around the wicket and then you're not really bowling good short balls, you're just asking to be picked off. Even tail enders will hit those runs, man. It's a dead pitch. The ball isn't moving. You're not actually attacking them the way you should. They'll get. They'll still get their run. Yeah, and and lo and behold, a lead of what what was hundred and eighty, effectively hundred and eighty for eight when they walked into bat yeah. turned into two hundred and seventy two, I think, by the end. Yeah, and it's just pointless, pointless, pointless bowling. Like I just I don't understand what happened. There. And I actually just saw a stat today. I shared it with you. It's not even that they like were look. You know, it's not even like they were looking to bowl to, to bounce these guys out because they might have been trying to at least, but they didn't do it well. They only in twenty-eight overs they bowled twenty-one bounces. You're allowed two bounces and over. Let's remember in Test cricket. Yeah, because you didn't get to one and over. So yeah, that means- they, I mean, because there one minute. First of all, their bowling attack is so shit that only Anderson can actually bowl. Wood is the only one who can bowl bouncers Okay, so that's two bowlers, right? Of, okay. And Wood was injured. Uh, and Wood was injured. And Ollie Wood was, was he- of the pace. He, he had the. Sh- he had enough, he had enough in him to bowl at like 90-95 miles an hour a couple of times. But he's again not they're not at an average of one bouncer and over. So they're all their short balls are shit short balls, not threatening short balls. Yeah, and Bumrah is basically hacking and Shami's hacking, and then Shami decides that he's going to. Then Mohin Ali came on and Shami basically decided, ki, yeah, beta, this is my Chandi now. And he launches him for a couple of boundaries. And then one massive six into the grandstand to bring up his 50. It was great theater. And it carried on. So you, we went into lunch, I think 200 and something, 260 odd something ahead. Came out after lunch and the best piece of epic Virat Kohli induced shithousery I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Shami comes out to bat. Then halfway through the first over after lunch decides that he needs his thigh pad changed. Okay. It took, I kid you not, and I timed this, it took 11 minutes for the thigh pad to get changed. By which point, Shami has stripped. He is standing half-naked with his pants half-down. <laughs> his uh, equipment littered all over the place for them to get the thigh pad out. Okay. All that is brilliant. Kohli is there, dressed up in the dressing room, getting ready, spraying some fucking links or something on him to get prepared for fielding. You knew the declaration was coming. You just wanted to see how long this shithousery would last. It lasted yeah. two overs. England could not oh, get two to make two it. Over, huh? Like It lasted like, two overs. Declared in the middle of the second over, after Shami had gotten two more boundaries. Kohli had said that we've set them a target that 60 overs they have to bat. If they survive 60 overs, they survive. 60 overs, we will give ourselves to bowl them out. That was the target. As soon as Shami got that high pad, and I think they crossed 270, and then he realized that, okay, I need to declare so we can get the 60 overs. Declared. 60 overs, you thought, okay, it's a dead pitch. Not much is going to happen. Fifth day. Um... But I'm, you know, I was watching it at that point and thinking that if we got one or two early, it could change. England being England, they ended up being one for two. They literally, we got, we got both openers out for zero. Uh, It's the first, by the way, it is the first time that both England openers openers. have gotten ducks in a home test in an innings. Yeah. Just bear in mind the amount of cricket that England play, test cricket that England play. Do you know how ridiculous that stat is? Playing longer than anyone else. Up, yeah. Well, apart from, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And we come in, Shami and Bhumra, who, have, uh, who are on a high after the batting and obviously revved up by all the verbals they've been taking from the England fielders, uh, come straight in, charging, dishing some verbals of their own. The whole Engli- the whole India team is like cock-a-hoop, um, uh, just like yelping at every, at every single ball and two wickets following the first two overs. That first hour or so was just, I mean, the first hour of that in- English innings was pure theatre. But very quickly, Rohit Sharma dropped to see me. I think again, it, I can't remember who was the bowler. It was one of these two. Either Shami or Boomra. No, I think it was Shami. Yeah. But Ishan Sharma then comes on, he uh, picked up Hamid. then he picked up Baisto as well. Um, Root was still going at that stage. Um, yeah. And you thought, okay, if Root can survive for a bit... The ball was getting older. You the ball was sugar. getting older. So, Ishan Sharma got best so on the stroke of T, which left them 67 for 4 and in a very dicey situation. Six wickets to get last 30-odd overs to oh, 35 overs in the last session. Um, and fifth day, so all the overs had to be played. Then, Bumrah produces probably the ball of the match to get Joe Root. I thought because Root looked un- completely unflappably. Even in the second innings, he looked like a dream. Yeah, exactly. In the middle of all, all that pressure, Joe Root was batting like it was a normal some sort of club cricket game where, he, where he's head and shoulders above everyone else. And then Bumrah was a perfect outswinger right after, uh, like first over after T. Um, breaks the back of the England innings. But to be fair, then jo- Joss Butler and a little bit of Mohin Ali, a little bit of uh, Ollie Robinson, you thought they might still be in with a chance of sh- saving their test. And again, of course, India being India, that means Kohli dropped Joss Butler at one point very early on. Just to add to all the drama of all of this, then he throws the ball to Bumrah. Bumrah has a few verbals. Then Kohli's angrily finger-wagging to Joss Butler about something. Then Bumrah decides, keep chalo. now I'm going to kill, Joss, uh, kill Ollie Robinson. So, two bouncers, one straight one, then he goes around the wicket. Another couple of bouncers and then to top it off, there's a no ball in there as well because you know Bumrah. Um, and, and then he produces the most perfect Sean Marsh-esque slow ball, if anyone remembers that from a few years ago. Perfect. From around the wicket, traps him. Umpire says, not out, no doing. Kohli's like, chalo, let's go. Let's just go. That, that replays that replay is worth watching because he literally just he charges out. He's he has Beach Me Laga hai. in the sense for to our non-Indian listeners, non-Hindi speaking listeners, asking whether it's pitched in the in the middle. Instantly the Kohli does the yomli does his whole thing of key 15 seconds. Mein, I'm gonna wait 14 seconds, look, smile, and then do this at the very end. Kohli's instant this time, reviews gets proven right. Yeah, gets it right. And basically the game was then over within about 15 minutes. Oh, we're also forgetting uh, Mohamed Siraj getting... Uh, no, getting Moin Ali and then getting Sam Curran for a king pair. The Machar for a king pair. Can you imagine? The Machar for a king pair. Sam Curran still gives us nightmares, I think, in the 20th century. Yeah, he's still the mosquito. But um, yeah, So getting him out for a one-ball duck, a golden duck, twice in the same match is golden. Absolutely. Like I mean, king pair, boss. The, the term says it. Anyway... Um, but what a crazy thing. They needed 60 overs to bowl England out. Um, they only got through 51.5. So we had eight more overs to get those wickets. Literally, England did not reach the score that had we declared overnight, we would have, technically, we would have still won. Yeah. But, you know, uh, England being England. Just, <clears throat> it was completely, let's be honest, it was pretty inept batting. It was inept batting. It was inept bowling. It was inept. Uh captaincy. Captain C. C. Yeah. Like at some point Joe Root should have just been like, okay dude guys come on, it's, it's, this is not these are tail enders we are bowling at, let's just calm down and bowl at normal lengths he let that go on for way too long I though England got a lead after the first innings, I think I still think the call to um, put India into bat was the wrong one though you can understand at that moment when the toss happened, there was overcast conditions and England bowlers, India batting, you backed that equation, but I thought that was the wrong call Basically, outside of his batting, which was a great innings, I think Joe Root didn't have a great game. <clears throat> yeah, outside of his batting, I don't think Root had a good game um, at all. But I also feel that England... Oh my God, they're so lacking in so many areas. Okay. I think this is a weaker England team we're facing. Let's be this is, is not a weaker England team. This is a team that isn't worth any Test match playing nation's time. I think even the West Indies could beat them at this stage. They're that bad. Um, yes, so, Ian. I, I I have said this before. And England have lost to the West Indies in the West Indies. Uh, but so I think should, if this England exact eleven took on the West Indies in England, they would win. Right. So we should set England on tour to Zimbabwe or to Ireland and see how they fare like. there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. No. It's. I mean, we know. You know, Stuart Broad injured. Ben Stokes is is um, taking a mental health break. Uh, so you know. You know, it's it's, and then the batting lineup. In any case, even with the Stokes having been there, or been a regular, the batting has been a question mark for England for a long time. Um, it's it's. This is not a new. Like they've just not found the top three, basically. No, absolutely, and uh, um, I think their main problem, other than the openers, okay, they've tried Sibley and and uh, Crawley's opened a couple of times, and Burns has been pretty consistent. To be fair to 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 Rory Burns, I think out of the three, he's probably the best of them. And he's probably the only one that remains, I think, unmovable. Crawley's already been dropped. Um, the news for the next test is Hamid's going to come in and open. And oli Pope apparently is going to come back and play number 3, which would be very interesting considering that oli well, Pope is basically was, in belt. They have all these county cricket talents that they keep uh, touting. And of course, county cricket has just been demolished by the ECB anyway. So... So, there, so that, that in itself, the talent pool becomes an issue. But Oli Pope has never batted at three. He's a lower-order batsman. He's a lower-middle-order batsman. He bats at five or six for his county. And you're going to stick him in at three in Test cricket against one of the best, if not the best, bowling attack in the world right now. Possibly just, the best bowling attack. I think, um, yes, we lost the World Test Championship final, but I think we got the balance in that game wrong. I think if we had gone in with four quicks like we did in this game, we would probably won it. Yeah, probably. Um, well, at just, least drawn it. I wouldn't say win. Yeah. I mean, look, I, at the very least, we know that you have you know, between India, New Zealand, and maybe Australia, these are probably your three, top three quick, fast bowling attacks. attacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the world. And in, you know, India is amongst them. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a baptism of fire for, for Holy Pope there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's just, just, Bestos had his troubles in test cricket. Butler's had his troubles in test cricket. Mohin Ali's had his... These are all we know they're really, really talented batsmen. They do great in limited overs. They do great in certain conditions. Yes. Kohli also chirped. No, Mohin Ali walks out to bat. First thing, Kohli says, This is not white ball cricket, lad. <laughs> Kohli was brilliant. Well, all, uh, I, listen, I'm, I'm... He also told Anderson that it is, the Lords is not his fucking backyard. Which we were just going to claim because because Lords is pretty is basically much... his backyard. <laughs> it was pretty much Anderson's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> but fair enough. Um, yeah, you know, the chirping from Kohli and the rest of the team was, I mean, I love it. I know there are a lot of people who don't, but I love it. Um, but yeah, point being, England England have all these like naturally gifted, talented players who uh in especially in the batting department who just maybe may not be the perfect batters for the test lineup, but you keep putting the faith in look there. I mean, their test lineup has been ad hoc for a very long time, so I think it's it's now reached a point where you're just like, um, you've given up on them essentially. There's I mean, they've been papering over the cracks, as Andrew Strauss said um, on the post-match. He said that they've been papering over the cracks for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, um, you know, I I think... And again, go back to what he said. He said that had they survived and got a draw out of it, maybe you could have carried on with the same team. With the way they lost and getting bowled out inside 60 overs. I mean, on a pitch that was basically doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because You needed extreme pace... We saw that snorter that Mark would bowled to uh, Pujara okay. B- before. Um, but also, Pujara, you know, Mark Wood bowls at 90-95 miles an hour. Now, Bumrah on his best day probably touches 90 maybe. He, he's quick, but he's not Mark Wood. No. We, in theory, we're not supposed to have the bowlers to get the best out of pitch. We bowl relentless. We bowl hard, hard lengths. Like, it, you know, it's a good bowling attack, but England, ideally a good bat- batting lineup does not fall in 60-overs. No. Uh, and yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you come on, you can survive a half decent batting line. The West Indies would have survived 60 overs, man. Uh, will will. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. um, but you know, um, it just goes to show how poor England were. And basically, that's that's really it. Um, there were a couple of moments. Of course, we will get into the Nobles Awards in a second, second, because there were two incidents that we want to get into. But basically, it shows where the two teams are. Um, I think for India more of the same. You go up to Headingley now for the next test match. Um yeah. if the weather in Leeds has been anything like it's been in Manchester, it's that's gonna be dank, da- damp, dark, just, and Leeds. and there's gonna be lots of sea movement. So you probably it's, go in with the same locations and pockets of glorious sunshine in Leeds, it otherwise rains a lot, like it does in all of England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the sun in a week, so it's fine. Um exactly. I think I'm getting a bit of... Uh, I need a beach vacation now. <laughs> Anybody yeah, watching, if you want to sponsor a nice beach holiday to like Ibiza... Go to Brighton. It'll probably rain there too because it's weather you are still in England. But go to Brighton. Yeah, I'm not going to Brighton. So so anyone watching this show who wants to sponsor me a nice beach holiday, you know, Ibiza, Mallorca, Algarve, maybe even Italy. I don't know. Somewhere south of France. Please right. feel free. I, we're going to put a, a link in, uh, in a GoFundMe account. Um, <laughs> some... <laughs> contribute to our channel um, it will not go to my vacation fund it will go to bettering the quality of the cameras on novos Cricket um, because sure. you know one you can see and the other one well I don't know whether that's a camera or his face <laughs> basically we're both using our laptops okay moving on um, this is not yeah. a professional yeah uh, this is a family show. Yeah. Minus a, the family no, no, it's minus right. the non-family language. Yeah, uh, this is not a family show. Um, <laughs> Professional setups. Back to the England batting. Back to the England batting. Um, well, look, look If their batting is as shit as their weather, then you know you have no hope. Um, basically, but they need it. So basically, what's going to happen? Sorry. Even England's bowling is fairly shallow. And that's that's the other question. Yeah, I mean, you have obviously Jofra Archer's injury. Well, I are- mean. England's bowling attack has pretty much been decimated by injury. There's Stuart Broad who's out injured. Uh, Mark Wood who's now a, a, a possible casualty of this test match. Um, Ollie Stone's injured. Chris Wokes is injured. Ben Stokes is out. Jofra Arch is injured. Um, so, I mean, where do you turn to? Sakib Mahmood is in line for a debut if there's any injury now. And, so, and Mahmood, is a, Mahmood is a promising talent at the very least. I mean, yeah, Absolutely. He bowls that and the way he can get the ball to move. We've seen it in white ball cricket. If he can bring that to to red ball cricket, that'd be great. Um, There's a lot of hope being placed in Sam Curran. Um, Sam Curran's issue is that he right now is a fairly one-note bowler. So he will bowl magic balls and uh, get wickets and at times very crucial wickets. Um, But he's not a consistent enough bowler that you can rely on him for 15-20 overs of great test match bowling in, in, in an innings. And that, I mean, he literally, he reminds, you, could... you know, you know, Sam, kind of, who, he, who he reminds me of and so people of the sort of our vintage will understand this completely. Our vintage. What? Did I say something wrong? Is my English incorrect? No, no. I was just, you're making us sound a lot older than we are. You're <laughs> old But basically people of our generation will, will, will completely relate to this, but he reminds me a lot of Ajit Agatha i would say garca was actually probably a better bowler maybe not as good a uh, or not as reliable a batsman ha but but in terms of the bowling i think sam karan reminds me very much of ajit because he's just, he's a complete golden arm let's get not get that out get that wrong because you know even he picked up kohli in the second inning um but he's one of those very irritating kind of bowlers he, you never know what he's going to come to he can be very inconsistent it can be awful and all over the place but on his day he'd be brilliant yeah exactly but I think the point is you need. There was a clear drop off in quality once the opening bowlers went off in the first innings. You could see the moment Sam Curran came on, Rohit Sharma was like, "Okay, time to tuck in," Um, which is actually a good sign to see because we know left arm has normally has previously troubled uh, Rohit Sharma. Um, But yeah, it was um, like you see it. You the 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 times where you've had Wokes and strokes backing up uh, Anderson and Broad or archers in there somewhere. It's just not like once you have all these injuries. The drop off in quality from, to be fair, Robinson has been a good find, but uh, yeah, the, the batsmen are just the, the batters are just you know the more they they can they feel like they can switch off a bit after Anderson and uh, Robinson go off. I think you know the other thing that I mean, uh, I can't remember who had written this, but they made a very good point because um, I've read a hell of a lot of articles today. I can't remember who wrote this, but they said the last time India came to England. Um, they still had the experience in their batting lineup. They had Alistair Cook. They had Root in the middle. They had Ben Stokes. You know, yeah. um, Butler was in decent form as well. Um, so they had that sort of steel to like sort of hold it together. And I know we lost that series four-one, and um, it was a lot closer than four-one in reality. I think we just lost the big moments here. We won the big moments, which is a big difference. Um, but you just felt that if you got Root, you know, the rest of the batting lineup there just wouldn't hold. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is definitely a case of uh, get root and get England, so which is be, for the longest time. India in the nineties, no? Yeah, India in the nineties. Honestly, the in the last tour to England, it was India. Still, then get Kohli and they were fine. why yeah. yeah. get Kohli that often and still they won. Um, but yeah, it's just it just you know there's just shallowness all around in this. There's no depth in this uh, of quality in this side. Yeah. Um. Going through to the next test match. What do you say? I just... The Kohli, Kohli reminded me of a, Talking about Kohli reminded me of a, ta, uh, a stat. Huh? gone. on. Just Pete Bumrah has as many runs as Virat Kohli in this so far. Do you know, and, I'm, I, I'm, and, I, I didn't... And Bumrah has a better <laughs> batting average. I didn't want to say this on air, but I just... In the last week or so, I've just got this feeling that there's a really big Kohli knock around the corner. Like a <laughs> really big one. I thought so too because in this in this match, he had that scratchy first innings where it looks like he was... The second looked, inning, he looked he looked like he was there. Then he fished at one. Exactly. Um, but, you know, if he gets his shit together, I just feel that there's one massive inning around the corner. Like a Root kind of 191 to 200 kind of inning. At, and, you know, if he does it at Headingley, that will be insane. Um, but, um, yeah, you just feel that there's something massive from Kohli around the corner. That's A. If I, recall, if I recall correctly, the last time you went for an India test match, Kohli got a double century. That is oh yeah you and did go for that. that was like five years ago though. That was the Mumbai test against England. Yeah, let's hope I, my luck carries on. Um, just off note before we carry on, nobles cricket will be live at Headingley. Um, I will be there dressed as Super Mario, um, and <laughs> um, so you know if you spot Super Mario in the crowd, please tune into nobles cricket later that evening. Um, um, I will have my friend Luigi, not this friend, different friend. Um, uh who's literally one of our panelists' older brothers. So that's pretty funny, isn't it? Yes. Well, we can't call Siddharth the panelist. Well, not anymore. Former former panelist. But yeah, check us out. Um, We will be live. Uh, I will be live uh, from Headingley on Instagram. I'll give you a few lives. Um, Throughout the day, there will be lots of beer consumed. Um, Just just fair warning for what's going to happen at Headingley. We will be there days three and four. Um, I think day three will be Super or no, day four will be Super Mario one of the two um, but we'll figure that out later the uh, other thing we will now move on to since we have spoken way too much about this and we'll just quickly wrap this up next test match England will make a lot of changes do you see India making any I don't see them I don't think so I think uh, there was a lot of talk about Ashwin coming in for, the, for this test match they didn't bring him in um, I think they've just decided I think decided- he's probably the wrong place to bring him in anyway Exactly. And I think they've just decided, and I back this call, that they've they've just decided that going with four quicks and a spinner is um, is the way to go. And then Jadeja gets in, not because he's the better spinner, but just because he's the better all-around cricketer. Yeah. He's a, yeah. Yeah, he's a better batsman. Um, yeah, you don't see, uh, barring injuries, which I don't think there have been any, you don't see the bowling attack changing. Uh, Does Shahidul Takul come back in? I don't think so. I honestly, I, I know it's a longish tale even after the the way they batted in this particular match. But I think they would rather have Ishan Sharma. No, kind uh, of. Yeah, um, he did come out. Ishan Sharma came out at number eight. That also. <laughs> yes, a lot, a lot changes with this batting lineup. For, yeah, uh, so, now I think Shami yeah. will be eight next game. Um, so he was at pains to point out that they've spent a lot of time with the batting coaches in in, in preparation for this tour. Um it's shown Jasprit Bumrah has hit some gorgeous uh, i hit that one, that shot in the first match where he hit was it sam Curran for six or anderson for six i can't remember it, it. was anderson uh, yeah that pull shot yeah. uh, ishan sharma hit a nice square drive off of uh, james anderson so clearly these guys have the shots yeah yeah they have the shots now anyway um, so, no changes for India. Loads of changes for England. We really don't know what's going to happen to that team. They may be dismembered. They may have David Milan back. They may have James Vince back. James Vince might be back. James Vince might be back. Wow, Vince, that'll be fun. talk of James Vince and David Milan, who I... I once... Did, after they I got... Did we didn't we end David Milan's test career three years ago? Was it Jean Sharma that basically ended his test career? I'm trying to remember when this was. Was it... Was it uh, in that 2018 tour? Or was it the Ashes series that England played later that year when um, when, when when Milan and, and Vince were in that lineup and they got hammered nearly. Who knows? Anyway. Um, but it'll be... That'll be hilarious to see that. That would be like a proper throwback to 2018. Um, <laughs> and <Yeah>. you know... <laughs> Uh, England going backwards a decade. Think that Rahane and Pujara have done just enough to keep their places for the next. I, I think so, and I don't. The other thing is, I don't think if I had a replacement, Vihari is not it. So it's a hard one. I think Rahane and Pujara will both be safe, um, especially after the, the third innings in that Test match. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We still expect an Indian win in yeah. the next game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean there is a lot of bias here, but I there's just a clear gap in quality. I think. And if the Indian batting lineup gets it together, people that that three, four, five, if they can get it together, then then it's too big a gap. Like if you yeah. have the yeah. openers plus one or two of Kohli and Pujara performing, it's, it's, I think that's game over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if one of one or two Pujara, Kohli, or Ahane had got runs in the first innings, we would have got 500. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's basically our um, thing. I have a feeling now we can actually... We'll maybe wait for one more test match and then make a series prediction. I mean, my prediction before this series was also that India was going to win. Okay, fine, so I we'll just to... go with it. Um, I yeah, be... I, I, I still think... It five would, nil, but okay. I would have said maybe 2-1 win. Now, I, now I'm now i saying 2-0 or 3-0. 2-0 nil. Nil or 3-0, yeah. yeah, probably. losing a test. Right. On that very happy note, it is time to go into our favorite segment of this entire episode. We have, of course, this is a longer episode because we're in celebratory mode um there was no timer as you could there's say. no timer today um that is by design not by default uh, i have not forgotten to turn it on um and um, we are going into the No Balls creature awards yeah. and yes i am going to do that voice every time we do it <laughs> that that voice deserves an award of its own yeah uh, um but yes. two awards to give out today two a few Jeez. contenders also. We Jeez. should uh, couple of contenders actually. Um, Jasprit Bumrah for bowling a ten ball over. I mean, we couldn't get past that. Oh, oh, Plus, oh. trying to kill James Anderson at the same time. Yes. Appar- yes. Apparently, uh, apparently, people did not take kindly to Jasprit Bumrah's line of attack, and also somehow people thought he was bowling no balls on purpose, which I think I just don't understand. Okay. Anyway, um, but uh, we have one no balls award for complete just utter brilliance in shithousery. And the other one, an actual no-balls award. Um, Which one do you want to start with? I think let's start with Jadeja. Yeah, okay, fine. Thanks for ruining it. (laughs) We haven't ruined anything. No, but anyway, so the the no-balls award for the week goes to Ravi Jadeja. Um, In case you have missed it, it's on the fifth day. Uh, He comes on first volleyballs to Mohen Ali. Um, Which is perfectly, goes straight on with the arm. Mohen Ali plays a, a defensive shot. Gets a little edge through. Punt calls it. Umpire doesn't give it. Uh, Ishan Sharma yelling from square leg to Kohli. Awaaz aya, Which basically means there was a sound. There's a sound, yeah. there's a sound. Um, Ishan Sharma from square leg. Like not even, you know, around the bat from square leg. Let's be clear. Yeah. Kohli was out. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, so hang on. Let, let me finish the sequence of events. Right? They go upstairs. Umpire says no point. It's a no ball. checked on Snickle big spike yeah so Ravi Jadeja you are out of all the people that I thought would win this award he was not one of them so well done Ravi Jadeja Talia Um, you are the winner of the No Balls Cricket Award um, for No Balls this week yeah we have a fun edition also we have a fun edition now so the No Balls Award for Shithouse and we really only give this out when something hilarious happens um, yeah. if you guys were watching the third day, um, there was a little incident in the middle where there was a fan dressed in an Indian Jersey that basically, he's dressed fully in white, comes onto the field. This is just after the lunch break, right? And he walks onto the field and the stewards go hunting after him. And the stewards look at him and he's like pointing to his, hey, you know, I've got the, 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 the badge, I'm an Indian player. He looked at the back of the shirt. It says Javo 69. Pot-bellied white guy. First white guy to ever play cricket for India. (laughs) Well, after Stuart Binney. And Roger Binney. Oh, wow. But Javo69. Turns out he's a YouTuber, actually. Um, And I will try and get him on the podcast at some point. Um, But uh, Javo69, you win our... Why am I calling him Javo69? Does it go? I, I think Java 69 is just what you what we should call it. All right, fine. Java 69, you win our Nobel's Cricket Award for shithousery. Um, and you utter, utter genius, the way he was pointing to the badge, just completely, completely, completely brilliant. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's our show. Um, we will be at Headingley, as I said, um, during, well, next week. Um not much cricket in the middle of the week. I think there's a test match between the West Indies and Pakistan. So, we'll do a separate episode for that. And then follow that up with um, Headingley and the post-game. Post From Headingly. Um, until then, remember to like, share, subscribe. Don't do Florentino Perez's drugs. Uh, be like Javo. And um, am I missing something? Oh, yeah. Click the floating subscribe button. The bell icon yep. remain notified with all our um, impending dooms. Um, yep. And do you have anything to add, or am I talking too much? Now? You're always talking too much, but I always oh, have. Something. Really? Oh, always, really? Look who's talking! I like I said, I always have something to add. Anyway, um, uh, yes. Also, subscribe to us uh, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and podcast podcast addict. And also, obviously, on YouTube. You did you not already mention YouTube? Well, I didn't say the words YouTube. Okay, well, that's your fault. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also, we are on Twitter and Instagram at No Balls Cricket. We do post some fun stuff, and most of our lives will be on Instagram. So follow that. And till I think then, I'll be on 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 uh, Instagram. What? The Headingley stuff will all be on Instagram. Yeah, that's what I just said. I literally just said that. You weren't being very clear, so I was clarifying. Your face isn't clear. Neither is yours. Mine's perfectly clear. I can see it perfectly clearly. Okay, maybe it's just because it's so bad I don't want to see it. Again, look who's talking. It's a fun way to end.